0: blog talk radio live from chicago and las vegas you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending it's page one with lavar and mary on blog talk radio
1: Welcome back to another edition of Page One with LeVar and Mary. So glad that you could join us for this Friday night. January 28, 2022, the last show for the month. Um, Next we meet. It will be February. Uh, And I'd have to say January kind of went fast, but then again it didn't. These last couple of weeks ragged badly. I don't know why, (laughs) but as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I'm good,
0: and you're right. It did kind of drag, but then didn't, and it was weird.
1: Yeah. I don't don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. and It it was just – I I can't explain it. Um, I even had a – just to show you how bad this is, I, I had, because, of course, it is 10 o'clock in the east, 9 o'clock in the central standard time zones, 8 o'clock in the, the, the mountains, 7 o'clock out on the west. Um, so uh, if you are in the central standard time zone, this clip works for you. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that was if you were in the central. That's where all my friends are in the central. But. Um, now, if you happen to probably be in the East Coast, an uh, no, occasional 10 o'clock children's spot.
0: It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children
1: are? I, I hope you do. <laughs> I know where most of them are at. Most of them are at home because it's been snowing here <laughs> in the central and in the east, and it's supposed to get colder in the south. Now, how is the weather out your way? I don't want to say because I feel bad. It's
0: really nice.
1: Oh, no. Uh, well, maybe it might be better if you do. <laughs> maybe. If I keep it, it, it to be... myself, huh? <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. It is probably in the 60s or around 70 degrees.
0: It got, (laughs) well, it's got so we're starting to dip in temperature.
1: (laughs) You you avoided that question. Um, I did. (laughs) Did it reach 80s there today?
0: No, 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 no. It didn't reach the 80s.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, I was going to say, you
0: so yeah, it has well, just, it has dipped in temperature. We're at roughly fifty degrees right now.
1: I'll, I'll buy that. I was gonna say, you know, you, you got to tell us. <laughs> you can be honest with us. <laughs> we'll take no. it. I think those of us who are We got up
0: in into the, the we got up into the mid sixties today uh, during the day, and then skipped down to where we're just below fifty degrees. So forty eight, forty nine, depending on where you are. at.
1: So would that be considered uh, shorts in, uh, like, sweatshirt weather?
0: For you guys, yes. But for me, no. Uh, Like, the people out here that live out here, uh uh-uh, no. Are you kidding? We're still in, like, parkas and, oh, my gosh, sweaters and blankets. Heaters probably still on.
1: I don't get a lot of people who are out that way are probably, well, most of them are probably transplants from the – East or Central, possibly. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know if there's a whole thing of when you move from, like, one weather craziness to another one, if you lose your sense of, like, temperature feeling. But then again, I do know some people who have moved out west, and after a couple of winters of being away, when they get back here, and if they happen to be here during the winter, uh, body, because it's been away for a couple of years, they lose their... Midwest toughness, I think, so to speak. So.
0: Yeah, the thick skin of, of being able to, like, the, I don't know about losing your temperature other than maybe, um, it's one of those, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, a, it's, a, it's the, what's cold to you, especially out here where we're at a higher elevation, is different than what's cold to someone else. Although for me, because I still came back pretty regularly at all times of the year, I don't know that I've lost all that. I will say it's not as it used to be. Like I'm not running outside in 50 degrees, you know, 35 degrees, 45 degrees, 50 degrees out there in shorts and a t-shirt anymore. But I'm also Mm -hmm. not like, oh my God, it's so cold. Well,
1: I I know we're we're talking about cold, and like I said, if you are in the East, be careful this weekend. One of the best things this week, because I usually like to include at the top of the show, because we have to have some form of good news, but the best thing this week that I probably saw, if this is true, because it has been Uh making the round social media tonight, and I've already seen quite a few pictures of it, but it looks like, according to some foodies out here, that little Debbie and Hudsonville ice cream are here to pretty much destroy our diets. They have seven new Little Debbie ice creams available on February 1st exclusively at Walmart. So if you are familiar with the Little Debbie line, that means that there will be a Cosmic Brownie ice cream, uh, a Honey Bun ice cream, uh, the Nutty Bar ice cream flavor, oatmeal cream pie, zebra cakes, strawberry shortcake rolls, and the Swiss rolls. little
0: yeah. debbie is the bane of my existence i mean that stuff is so good
1: <laughs> i would say out of all of those what's your favorite little debbie i actually have one I'm, uh, kind of I'm,
0: surprised. Actually, I'm 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 very i'm very much a cosmic brownie kind of gal but like i like the the nutter bars or whatever they call them
1: the nutty yeah nutty bars yeah now, i'm
0: a fan of those as well
1: I love the brownies, but I don't like the cosmic brownies. I think the M&M's add too much sweetness to it. I just like the regular brownies. Um, Mm. And also the Swiss rolls are awesome. So my only problem with the Swiss rolls is that sometimes when that stuff melts, it gets all on the plastic wrapping and then when you're trying to open it, like half the plastic, no, half the chocolate gets on the plastic wrapping, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, these these are what about, we, we, we call try, first world problems. Yeah, yeah, that's that's your first world problems over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think I am tempted to try either the zebra cake or the honey bun for some odd reason. The honey bun intrigues me curious as to how that came out in that ice cream. And again, I love my honey yeah, buns. I'm
0: sitting too. here trying to think. Uh, like, I don't even remember what... I guess I never really ate the honey buns.
1: They're good, but they're not as good as the Hostess ones. The Hostess ones, or there's another brand. Like, the Hostess ones used to be, like, really, like, a lot of, like, uh, icing on top of the honey buns, which I loved. But... The little Debbie's, those were good for like a quick snack when you were a kid. Uh, But nowadays, yeah, it's definitely the hostess ones. It's so not healthy for you. It's so good.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah,
1: yeah. Or you can That's also be you got to be stomping. bum 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 bump the, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to to <laughs> There's a lot of ways you can take that. We'll we'll, we'll take that nowadays. But yes, kids, and sugar intake is not good because I know I gotta be careful with my as you get a little older you have to be careful with your sugar intake. <laughs> you know how you can just eat something sweet and you know it was sweet? You know, like back then when you were a kid, you didn't oh, care yeah. about that stuff. You know, it's just like, oh, it was? I didn't notice. All you know is you're just hype. Nowadays you eat it, you can taste the sugar. So I don't know if, I don't know if it's because we're getting older and our taste buds get a little bit more sensitive, but Yeah. Is there a doctor in the audience? We need somebody to like tell us if that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get a phone call. Yes, it's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, call us at night. Lines are open. Call us and let us know if that happens when you get older or when you turn 30. Because I think, you know, 30, uh, for those of you who are in your mid to late 20s, I'm telling you now, once you turn 30, it is like the warranty on your car. Things start going bad. May not be on your 30th birthday, but right after. Just saying. (laughs)
0: Am I wrong? Um, You know what? No? no. (laughs) I I don't want to say yes because it's admit. Then I have to admit things and I don't want to admit things because... Yeah.
1: I don't want to admit things. I mean, hey, you you can say that's the correct answer. (laughs) Yep, that is correct. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, anywho, uh, we got a little bit to show for you tonight. Um, we are coming back and bringing you actually something that we have not or we have not really talked about in the show a lot, which is sports, because an interesting debate came up this week um, in regards to baseball and its Hall of Fame. Uh, we will have our take on that. And then a special retro moment of the week. I normally do not give away what commercials are shown until it's actually shown, but tonight I kind of feel I have to in a way. I will explain why. Uh, And then a little later in the show, um, if you haven't heard, there's something that McDonald's is doing and I've talked to different people when I've mentioned this and you're either grossed out mad or Kind of excited. <laughs> I don't know how you <laughs> will feel that way. Uh, and then we will take a look at what's trending on Twitter. And also, we kind of teased this, I think, at some point last year, but I uh, wanted we'll to try and do this on a more monthly basis. Top five. Um, it could be a list of anything top five. Tonight's top five, it is the top five best fast food dipping sauces. You heard that correct. Because a lot of places have good sauces, and actually, as I'm sitting here now, I can't believe my list because I did leave one off, and I'm actually going to put it on here. So forgive me as I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I just left it off. I forgot all about it. Uh, and I'm actually kicking off the one that I did not want to put. Um, only for reasons. That is supportive of friends. Uh, I am kind of leaving it off, but I will include it when we talk about it. Uh, All of that, like I said, we'll take a look at what's trending. And uh, that pretty much is going to be the show. Um, The almanac for today, since today is January 28th, we have a few more days left in the month. Um, But today I will even go into some of the early February things. But as we said, the 28th brings us today National Gift of the Ladybug Day, which is today. It is also... National Blueberry Pancake Day. Um, I got to tell you, I don't think I've ever really had blueberry pancakes. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. I have to, uh, I have to try some one day. Uh, it is also Data Privacy Day. National Have Fun at Work now, For those of you that didn't have to go to work, you already had fun, so you started. Um National Big Wig Day, and it is also National Kazoo Day. Um, I missed this because had I known, I probably would have shipped Mary a Kazoo, and we could have done like some type of song for you here on the air tonight, but um, yeah, yes, or recorders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, January twenty ninth, uh, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you can. Well, yeah, it's possible. I guess anything's possible. Uh, it is National Seed Swap Day, National Corn Chip Day, uh, and also it is Mary's favorite day of the year, or one of, because tomorrow is National Puzzle Day.
0: Woo-hoo!
1: Yes. Uh, Sunday brings us National Croissant Day, or is it croissant? It depends on
0: if you're English, because it's also a song, apparently. Or <laughs> well,
1: crescent. It's National Crescent Day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Go, get me a, go get me a sandwich and a hot dog and a cr- croissant. <laughs> crescent. A little bit of a sausage. Yeah. Get a sausage on a crescent, breakfast croissants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not all good chocolate. Oh, <laughs> and then on Monday it brings us National Hot Chocolate Day, uh, National Inspire with Your Art or With Art Day. It is also two things, and I'm disappointed now because I did not plan this out. Maybe next Friday we will celebrate it, but January 31st is National Backward Day. Every year that this has happened, I have said that I wanted to do a show backwards. (laughs) (laughs) We would start, and then we would go from that to our shout-outs, then to our feature story, then to Twitter, then to the retro moment, then to – um, you know, our first topic, then the almanac, and then we would just do talking, and then we'd start the show. Maybe next Friday we will do that. Awesome. We can pull that up for National Backward Day. Uh, and then it is also National Bubble Wrap Day, the last Monday in January. Uh, please don't tell me that you are one of those fans that likes to pop bubble wrap. Yes,
0: absolutely. You <laughs> gonna. I'm not going to even hesitate on that one. Absolutely. Bubble wrap is amazing. It's such a stress reliever. I love it. It's great.
1: Bubble wrap. Uh, then you probably if you probably are one of those and you probably also like popping zits. So
0: <laughs> 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 Or watching uh, that happen. Yes, and
1: Mm, Yeah, that's right Next Tuesday, the 1st of February It brings us National Baked Alaska Day National Freedom Day uh, National Get Up Day National Serpent Day National Texas Day um, And National Dark Chocolate Day Yes, ladies Yum My day (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get a little
0: dark Chocolate
1: Lift exactly seconds for you. Would you like a warm yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> on Wednesday the second. It is Heavenly Hash Day. Uh Groundhog Day of course is uh Wednesday. It is National Girls and Women in Sports Day and National Tater Tot Day. And then by the time uh we get down to next Thursday, uh which will be the third, it is National Carrot Cake Day, uh, National Missing Persons Day, National Women Physicians Day, Optimist Day, we guess. And then it is also uh, National Day the Music Died Day. Uh, we all know what February 3rd means in music history, so that day is coming up. So, uh, And next Friday, by the way, I'm also going to give away one. It is uh, National Wear Red Day, the first Friday in February. So there you go. Uh, a lot of those things coming up here within the next week for you to celebrate. So, um, But that leads us, and before I kind of go into our first topic of the night, just a gentle reminder to all of you out there that uh, since we are headed into the month of February, uh, that means that there is a few weeks to go uh, for you to offer us your suggestions for the Page One Tournament of Bad. Uh, which will take part in March. So here's what you do. On our social media pages, whether it's on Instagram or whether it is on Twitter, hashtag page one TOB, send us your suggestions, and then tune in uh, as we get toward the end of February as we will go through uh, the bracket for the page one tournament of bad, and maybe your suggestion may make it. So hashtag page one TOB. Send it to us today. Now, even tonight, if you see it, hashtag page 1TLB. That's all you
0: got (laughs) to do.
1: So baseball Hall of Fame, it is probably one of the most – I wouldn't say controversial, but it is one of the most questioned uh, processes – outside of maybe all of the major sports because when it comes to football eventually your favorite player or the player that you think is going to make it makes it in hockey and nobody really follows it like that and then if you think basketball it seems everybody gets in (laughs) everybody who pretty much yeah eventually But with baseball, it's one of those halls where there's only so many players, and if someone gets in, there's always that deeper look into why they got in, uh, why they got the amount of votes they did. And those who don't get in, people tend to start their crusades in terms of trying to get them in. Sometimes it takes years, uh, i.e. Ron Santo or Buck O'Neill. Uh, and unfortunately it doesn't happen while they're alive but in case this week David Ortiz former uh Boston Red Sox slugger David Ortiz got elected to the Hall of Fame uh got 70 I think, seventy-seven percent of the vote uh getting into the baseball Hall of Fame this week uh and it was the last year on the ballot for Barry Bonds as well as Roger Clemens as well as Kirk Schilling and a lot of people were upset because they felt that they or the writers pretty much had made them wait long enough for possible, and as I love to use the radio term, um, <laughs> um, alleged use of performance-enhancing drugs during their playing career. Allegedly. Wink. Um Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. I gotta get a clip of somebody saying allegedly. That's the next thing on my list. So yeah. allegedly, you do that, uh, the re- the re-
0: the replacements, the replacements. <laughs> There's allegedly,
1: allegedly. <laughs> yes. or you know what? You can do that for. Us. So uh, if I say uh, allegedly, I'm gonna have you uh, do that clip. She's live acting. Page one theater. Um, God no. Come on, we've done page one theater here before. I mean, it's not you know, it's nothing new. But it it is allegedly allegedly. Can't do it without (laughs) giggling. The four enhancing drugs, but a lot of people felt that those players had waited long enough, and for good or for worse, that they should have been elected into the Hall of Fame. But you are a sports fan, just as I am a sports fan, and it is no known secret that you are a Chicago Cubs fan. Mm-hmm.
0: 100%. Um, I've learned to live with my disappointments. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And as I always say with the Chicago Cubs... I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you, <laughs> right, let me tell you we don't care. Let <laughs> me a White Sox fan? <laughs> no, that clip was only played after Cubs, but yes, I have a White Sox fan. <laughs> the power of having the clips by your side. Um. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So yes, what say you? Because I I kind of felt that if – now, each one has a different situation and a rationale as to why they did not make it. Because with Kurt Schilling's case, it wasn't about performance-enhancing drugs. It was more or less because of some viewpoints that he has made in recent years, Um, and a lot of people – did not want to vote in someone who would use their Hall of Fame speech as a pulpit for those views. And I think you and I had talked about this when it happened, and I said that – and I know uh, Rob Parker, who's one of the uh, voters for the Hall of Fame, was incensed. Uh, He stated, and probably rightfully so, That the Baseball Writers Association of America were the same people who voted and gave Cy Young's and Player of the Year MVP awards to both Bonds and Clemens even during the time of the suspicion and allegations of them using PEDs. And that to vote for that and then not vote them into the Hall of Fame is more or less a hypocrisy. Um, as a baseball fan who has grown up, I feel in a way that it is kind of strange when your Hall of Fame does not have its all-time statistical leader in a major stat. And you can look at Pete Rose, and you can look at Barry Bonds, but tonight we're just talking about Barry, Roger, and Curtin, maybe even Pete. We'll bring that up too. Where you don't have those statistical leaders in your Hall of Fame, and you try not to mention them at all, but they are a part of your sports history. Roger Clemens won about six, seven Cy Young Awards. He was the most dominant pitcher of the last half of the 20th century. And to not have them in and to not vote them in even after waiting – so they didn't you – know, it is their prerogative if you don't want to vote them a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's even your prerogative if you want to hold them off the ballot for a couple of years, but to leave them off entirely for the 10-year period and then not vote them in and leave it up to – because it's no longer the Veterans Committee. It's the Today's Game Committee, and I don't think that that comes up for quite a number of years so now you have to go a few more years of the debate on not having these guys in, but their names are always going to be there like that ghost that haunts your game. Should they? Well, I'm going to be careful with my question here because if I say should they, we're going to up to forcibly having people voted me, which I guess in a way, not with the that in doubt. Is it wrong or was it wrong to not have them in at all?
0: I am in agreement with where you're going to end up going eventually, hopefully. Um, and maybe I'm assuming too much at this point because I know we talked about it, but they should not have been on first ballot. I'll, I'll agree with that. I will stipulate that yeah. that I'm actually yeah. okay with not having them be on first ballot. Hundred mm-hmm. percent okay with that. I am not okay with them not being in it, especially like I'm. Ugh. I'm less concerned about Barry Bonds not making it in, uh, even though he should for just his statistics because Mm -hmm. nothing was proven. Kurt Schilling and his political views, well, not political, but his personal views, regardless of them, should not have kept his personal views and his quote-unquote character, which is being determined by someone else, should not be a reason to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Like that, 100%. He should have been in the Hall of Fame. You didn't like what he said. Don't put him in on first ballot. I'm okay with that. Barry Bonds, ugh, the little touch and go. like Okay, but still, he got the stats, so put him in. It's just, it's very, again, to make a statement by not putting them in on the first ballot is fine. By leaving them out and making them wait, I think says more about the people voting them in and their character than the player's. And I'm not sure that I want to be part of that. And that's awful because that's history. That's so much there that people should be able to look at. Good and bad. Like there's there's some people in the Hall of Fame that have some shitty views. Excuse my language. But they have some really crap views. And you still and they're in there. They're in there. Uh, I, we brought it up the last time we talked about this, Ty Cobb.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: come on. So,
1: you have a lot of segregationists, racists, sexist, who are in that Hall of Fame, and possible cheaters as well. And mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have these gentlemen in there it is, like I said, I I would have been the same if I am a part of Sports Rising. Like, hey guys, you know what? These guys didn't want to tell us the truth, and there is some type of doubt as to the validity of some of the things that they did because you can't say it was all throughout their entire career if that is the case, if that is allegedly true. It was for a period of time. And the thing is is that if that was the case, Major League Baseball at that point should have done its due diligence in trying to investigate that, but they did not. So this unfortunately has to be one of those situations as to where it is if they got away with it, they got away with it. At the same time, it does make it uh, look like hypocrites when you are giving these gentlemen MVP awards and Cy Young awards, knowing full well if you had doubt to their skill set, which I say even if you took the drugs, that you still have to pitch that ball and you still have to hit said ball. And even in what Kurt Schilling, even if he is, quote, unquote, an ass, excuse my French, that should not stop you from voting him in based upon their playing skill and what they did on the field. Because there are a lot of other people who have done far worse than Kurt Schilling. Trust me. And to not have those guys in there and to make it go the entire time, I don't know if you need new Hall of Fame voters who have a more open opinion or if the voting should probably be uh, expanded to not include these guys who might hold grudges. But I think it's just embarrassing for baseball that you don't have your all-time home run leader, a guy who was a dominant pitcher and one who was a dominant postseason pitcher, not in the Hall of Fame. It's bad enough you don't have your all-time hits leader in there. That's a different story for a different day. But if you, like we said, got Ty Cobb in there or you've got – uh, Kennesaw Mountain Landis or other people who held back other people from playing for many moons or uh who didn't want to integrate the game to be that's just as worse <laughs> than what those guys did.
0: Mhm.
1: The same. So would you have voted him in then if you had the ballot, And when would you have voted him in? Would it have been, like, maybe second, third year?
0: It would have been – I probably mm, – Kurt Schilling, it probably would have been second or third year. Bonds. I would have liked uh, – it would have been his last ballot for me. But that's only because Kurt's issue was not baseball. It was personal. And honestly – I wouldn't have been upset with him going in first year. Anyway, again, it wasn't, it's like Baseball Hall of Fame voters, the people that are voting for the Hall of Fame candidates, have forgotten it's about baseball. It's not about what you think. It's not about what they think. It's not about what, you know, like what happened yesterday when you invited him out for a cigar and he said, F you. It's not about that stuff. Because if it was, then a lot of the people that are in the Hall of Fame shouldn't be there. It's about baseball and we've gotten away from that all of the sports and then this is my like if I can indulge my two not even two-minute rant all of mm-hmm. sports, I think have forgotten the fact that they're and and not all players are like this and not all owners and not all managers and not all people that are involved in the sports are like this however a lot of people have forgotten that they are played to they are paid to play a game paid to play a game for other people's entertainment keep your crap at home if i can't go to work and i get told at my job that i need to keep my crap at home so do you do your job play the game be quiet you want to be you want to be you want to have those political views i'm not saying you can't have it you want to have those religious views i'm not saying you can't have it You have opinions about whoever. I'm not saying you can't have those. Keep it behind closed doors. Hall of Fame should look at your sport. If you are going into the baseball Hall of Fame, it should be your baseball career. Not necessarily everything else that surrounds it. How many Cy Youngs did Curt Schilling have? So many. I would not be mad if he went in first ballot. But if I were voting, again, I I could vote him in first ballot. Barry, with that little bit of a, ah, that's a question mark, and it did affect his baseball stats. It wasn't fully divulged. It was, They got away with it. Okay, dude, not going to be first year for me. Would I make you wait? Possibly, but you're still getting in. You still did all of these things, and over your lifetime of baseball, you've done this stuff, so you're still getting in. I just people lose track because they have influence. They really do, and they need to stop and and think about this. They have influence over so many people all because they make a lot of money. And it's... I don't know. I don't know. I have opinions. And I don't even know how to form them correctly. But there you go. (laughs) 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 Uh,
1: sure sure this isn't like the uh you have a extra finger you good i
0: I'm, I'm sure i would if i had more time to form it i didn't even realize it was going to come flying out of my mouth tonight i did not like prepare that whatsoever it just kind of hit me so no we're gonna go with no tonight
1: if you're good uh, I got a
0: lot of problems with you people No? you're going to hear about it
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just a month late I'm sorry <laughs>
1: no? it, it, it will be on the festivities for this year <laughs> It will be on that list as well <laughs> Oh lordy Well At that point, I will agree, Um, but uh, it is time for the Retro Moment of the Week. I'm going to explain a little bit here before we go into our Retro Moment of the Week, because it was all from one, both commercials or spots were from one company. But the other one is one in which I'm not even sure if, My friend Mary here has heard the original version of it. Um, You're going to hear both. The second retro moment is going to sound a little weird because the second uh, commercial that you hear is the original version of the commercial. You are used to hearing the shortened version, which has recently made its rounds back on TV. I won't say what it is. I'll play it. But listen closely when we get to at least the second one. And then we'll join you back on the other side. But first, this is page one with LeVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio.
0: The world looks mighty good to me.
1: Yes? How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I always end up biting. Ask Mr. Fox, for he's much cleverer than I.
0: Mr. Fox, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Why don't you ask Mr. Turtle, for he's been around a lot longer than I. Me? (laughs) I bite.
1: Mr. Turtle! How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl, for he is the wisest of us all. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a smart owl. How many licks does it take to get to the tootsie roll center of a tootsie pop? <laughs> the world may never know.
0: You're listening to Page 1 with Lavar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary.
1: back everybody, to the page Wallet Lavar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio for this Friday night, January twenty eighth. Now, I guarantee you half of you never heard that version of the commercial. Have you?
0: I have, actually. The full yeah. commercial with the turtle, the cow, and the fox, yeah. Okay. I have yeah. it's been a long time. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I heard it like last weekend or anything, but um <laughs> yes, I do remember because I remember it was always oh I, I always I could never get through it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl. And I remember that part. Um, I always remember that was the turtle with no teeth. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I have heard the original but again, it was I was a youngin'. I was a I, I was a small child. <laughs> those back when rabbit ears and black and white TV so I mean yeah it's been quite some time
1: well I know if you have watched the commercial uh, one of the things about said commercial was that there were a lot of famous voices in there um, it, it was uh, I know at the beginning it, uh, the cow was uh, Frank Nelson, who was always known for uh <laughs> And, of course, the owl was Paul Winchell. Um, and then I know, I think they had also had mentioned uh, one of the other voices. Uh, uh, Herschel Bernardi uh, was the announcer of that one. Ralph James was the turtle, and Buddy Foster was the boy. And Paul Frees was the fox. Um, so, yeah, but I know everybody doesn't remember, like, you know, it just turned the one, two, a three, a three, and then that's it. You don't remember what the saying if there's anything I can't stand, as a smart owl. <laughs> um, right. But, yes, yeah, so a lot of uh, cuts to that commercial, but, yes, that's an awesome uh, retro world to hear back from, so. And then the other one I think people forget because I think they did a lot. They played it a lot in the 80s, but they don't really play that one as much anymore with the Tootsie Rolls. So, and, of course, you can still find Tootsie Rolls, especially if you go to the dollar store in the original bank uh, that you can eat them out of and then cut the top off the a little slit top and save your money, <laughs> and you can buy more save Tootsie that. Rolls. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Whatever it is, I think I see. Becomes a tootsie roll too, Yeah, I remember that. All right. yes. It's been a long time since they've had, like, some... and then on top of that, it's too bad, you know, you don't have the visuals right now. But the visuals yeah. on some of those retro commercials are just hilarious. Like, he's walking <laughs> through and just everything turns into a tootsie roll, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so if you want to, you'll have to go back and actually watch it, which is the wonderful thing of why YouTube exists because you can go back and actually see it. So, um, but speaking of food, I have talked to uh, some people this week and told them about this story. And this is almost from our yay or nay files, but uh, it comes from the good folks at McDonald's. And for some odd reason, when I mentioned this to Mary, she got very upset because of how it's being done. But anyway, uh, McDonald's will soon be expanding its menu to include four, quote, new takes on some of its most popular menu items, each of which is said to be inspired by fans who hacked the McDonald's menu to create their own food mashups over the years. What's more, McDonald's will be allowing customers to order each item by name, or rather the unofficial nickname that each sandwich goes by on social media. Uh, it should be noted, that, though, that it's, uh, there's several caveats to the latest McDonald's promotion. For starters, the employees at McDonald's won't be building those sandwiches for the customers, but rather providing quote, all the menu items that a customer might need to create their own. It's also unclear if there's any discount in pricing for those who order one of the hack as opposed to ordering all the necessary components separately. Now customers can begin ordering these craveable combos starting on January 31st, but only at participating restaurants and only for a limited time. Uh, of course, the idea of hacking the McDonald's menu is nothing new. Fans have been sharing their own ideas for off-the-menu munchies for years, usually via the Internet or on social media. McDonald's, however, is uh, yet to officially recognize some of the more uh, persistent ideas from the fan community. Um, actually, um, an apple pie McFlurry made by blending a baked apple pie into a McFlurry and the Mac. 10.35, a mashup of the McMuffin and a McDouble, and named for the time of day when both items might have been available uh, to customers prior to McDonald's announcing its all-day breakfast initiative. But the four menu hacks, because I want to get to what getting <laughs> here in a second about why she's mom. But the four menu hacks, the first one for you breakfast lovers is the hash brown McMuffin. Is a McMuffin with a sausage patty, egg, and a hash brown. So pretty much they'll give you the sausage McMuffin and egg and a hash brown, and you pretty much just stick that hash brown in the sandwich, and you eat it as is. The next one is the Crunchy Double. It is a McDonald's double cheeseburger augmented with chicken McNuggets and barbecue sauce. So they will give you the six-piece McNuggets and barbecue sauce and the double cheeseburger, and you put the McNuggets there at the bottom, and then you just put the rest of the sandwich components on top of it. The Surf and Turf is a – and this is where people start getting sick as soon as they start pitching it. But the Surf and Turf is a double cheeseburger with components from the filet of That is only available via the McDonald's app or McDelivery. Uh, So they'll give you the filet of fish plus the double cheeseburger, and you pretty much just combine all the uh, components. And then if you're really daring and you just don't have, like, any sense of, like, taste or smell or anything else, uh, there is the land, air, and sea, and yes, that is correct. It is a Big Mac, size together with a McChicken and a Filet-O-Fish. So they give you all three sandwiches, and it looks exactly as it's stated. Uh, it is the bottom half of a Big Mac, a the fish sandwich, and then the, the middle tier bun from the Big Mac, then the upper portion of the Big Mac, and on top of that, the McChicken sandwich. <laughs> So, after all that, not sure if that can fit in your mouth, but yeah. But you, that's what she because, said. Sorry. Uh well. Um, yeah,
0: what's
1: that? Oh, um, sorry. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> well, I'm not well. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that is now what's out there. But you were mad for a separate reason. What was that? I was that? mad and for a different reason. Yes.
0: Okay. So so I was mad because <laughs> they're basically taking credit. <laughs> McDonald's is taking credit for not putting – oh, my God. For do, not doing anything other than saying, well, you, if you order this together, you'll get all the components. They're not putting it together for you. It's not a secret menu. They're just, they're just giving you pieces of a sandwich. I'm sorry. I got upset because I pay. How did I say the last night? I pay the kids behind the counter. I pay the company to pay the kids behind the counter to assemble this food so that all I have to do is take it out of a wrapper and stuck it in my face. That's it. That's all. That is the point of fast food. It is not fast. <laughs> I have to take stuff apart and put it back together. It's not fast. It's just <laughs> The more I say it, the so- sillier it sounds to me. But no, it really is. No, it is not a secret menu. It is not a hack. I mean, it is a hack because people are doing it. But McDonald's is just basically saying, oh, well, you're already doing it, so we'll just call it something. We'll go with what you guys call it, and then if you order it that way, We'll send it to you the same way, the way that you always order it. It's like, what did you do? You did nothing. You just <laughs> you wrote the coattails of something that was happening. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just if you're gonna call it a secret menu, you put it together. If you, if I go in there and I'm allowed to go say, hey, I want a surf and turf, you put together my surf and turf. No don't give me a double quarter pounder with cheese and a and a fish filet sandwich or whatever goes for the sisters I don't know. Don't hand me the two things. And then expect me to still assemble it. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to assemble Marcia, 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 it at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it is. I pay you to make me
1: food. <laughs> Would you really, really trust that? Because what happens, here's the thing, you have a valid argument. If you are going to pay for that, you would want them to fix your sandwich. But what happens, and this is where I'm going to play devil's advocate, because granted, while each of those sandwiches are okay, I guess, I'm not going to touch anything that's combining fish and burgers, because that's just asking for it. But what if you are a person that wants your McNuggets on the top or you don't want it, you know, a certain way or you don't want the barbecue sauce on the top but you want it on the bottom of the bun and then you want, you know, in a certain way or like with the fish sandwich, you want to like put the fish portion on the bottom with the double cheeseburger or put it in between the patties or you might want the fish on top of the both patties. That is why they're doing it that way because granted there is a traditional way of making it. I guarantee you if they started making it according to like the picture, you're gonna get a lot of people complaining, and especially on the land, air and sea one, where people are like, Yeah, I just wanted the chicken uh patty, but I want it to scrape off the stuff that comes on top of it. Or my filet of fish I wanted that at the bottom so I could taste the fish last and I want it like with the chicken on the uh, top half of the bun and the big back to look the red. That is why they did that for those people <laughs> because they knew it would be a complaint. So they are giving it to you so that you can make it yourself. Right. Are you saying
0: I can order it that way currently and make it myself. So the the more I think about this, the more I think that we're gonna give it to you so you can make it the way that you like it. Okay, you rather have the barbecue sauce on the top than the bottom, or the bottom than the top. Flip the flip the sandwich over. That's like which side do you want the peanut butter and jelly? You want the jelly on top or the peanut butter on top? You flip the sandwich over. I I know that's or that's some. kind of ridiculous.
1: Some people might like putting jelly on the peanut butter portion and then just having the top half of the bread bare. Some people are picky like that. Where they might also want half again and half want,
0: when you God. put the sandwich together, like I, I, regardless of how you want to build your sandwich, what McDonald's is doing, although this is very tongue in cheek smart, they're not doing anything other than letting people use the words that they're already using. So instead of going to a McDonald's, and ordering a fish sandwich, a chicken sandwich, and a Big Mac, and then going into a different room, and then disassembling and putting them back together. They're going, okay, if you walk in and you say, I want to land air and sea, they're going to hand you a fish sandwich, a chicken sandwich, and a Big Mac, and say, here you go, so you can put it together. That's what we're doing now. Um, if you're hacking the menu, you're already doing it. You're not. This is not changing that. They're just handing it to you and charging you a price for it that is probably equal to the two different menu items, the three different menu items that you have to order in order to make your half of a sandwich. I, I just think as much as I was laughing and joking about them putting it together for me, I really think McDonald's is taking a shortcut on this one. They found a way to do something that took no effort, charge money for and as a business looking at it from a business perspective bravo you took something that's already happening you don't have to change anything other than put this on the menu somewhere and charge them for it i ain't mad at you for that from a business perspective as a person that's eating (laughs) the mcdonald's stuff you done took my stuff and now you're charging me the same if not more to be able to call it when i'm already calling it so now we
1: don't we don't know
0: yet how much it costs like, buy, like a little
1: bit of a special deal. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah been,
0: fifteen cents geez, nineteen cents. Twelve cents. I it just I'm I'm tired of businesses saying, Hey look, it's a new thing and it's not It's like stop playing it's a new thing. It's not a new thing. Just be <laughs> honest. We're making money. This is what we're doing. You guys like you guys like Shamrock Shakes? We're going to have a monster Shamrock shake, But we're going to charge you for three medium Shamrock Shakes because you wanted a monster one. You know, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Sorry, Shamrock Shakes came up in conversation tonight, so that's why I'm thinking about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming soon. It is coming soon. Say yes. I wow. you know. I can't
0: wait. This,
1: this whole thing has made you... Emotional about McDonald's, but I, I'm, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just, I, I'm kind of I, I no I, emotional. I think I'm just emotional tonight because i just all over the place, aren't right? I? Took over. <laughs> you
1: just read the like words, wow. <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> all I, all I was expecting was the Lombardi. What the hell's going
0: on out here?
1: That's what I was expecting. It never happened. I would have. I would have been like, "Good, that was awesome." (laughs) It's a wrap. (laughs) Oh man, we haven't even gotten to our top five, uh, top five list yet. So I already know this is gonna be (laughs) (laughs) emotional (laughs) tonight. Before we get to that, uh, let's take a quick look at what's trending. Uh, trending tonight, because this is Royal Rumble weekend in the WWE, and it is it starts a road to WrestleMania, but the person that is trending tonight is Ronda Rousey, because uh, just a few months removed from having a baby, um, she, it is rumored, could be, because every year they do a big return. And Edge was a return one year, Uh, but there is a really big rumor tonight that Ronda Rousey uh, could be making her way back to a WWE ring Um, because. Have you seen her uh, lately? I have.
0: She looks amazing for just having a kid. Yes. Kind of mad about that. Going back to the emotional (laughs) part, I'm kind of just like envious and jealous and. My, but she looks amazing, so bravo to her. Yes. She looks amazing.
1: Yes. So, there is a rumor that she could be back uh, at the Royal Rumble uh, setting up a feud, but they don't know against who yet, which would be – I would think it would be either uh, Becky Lynch or it could be Bianca Belair. Either one would be good. Uh, also trendy tonight, the Janet Jackson – documentary is number one tonight. Uh, as Long time premieres the first episode of the two part Janet Jackson documentary series Janet. Um a lot of people talking about that tonight, along with SmackDown and AEW. Uh RuPaul's Drag Race is also trending. Uh Joni Mitchell is trending because um uh, this has been kind of, this is another topic and uh you know what I'll bring this up now. So um Joey Mitchell, along with Neil Young, and I think I heard also Barry Manilow, have all joined in protest against Spotify over its role in giving a platform to COVID-19 vaccine misinformation. And she sent out uh, something saying that she's decided to remove all my music from Spotify. Irresponsible people are spreading lies that are costing people their lives, I stand in solidarity with Neil Young and the global scientific and medical communities on this issue. So she is now also asking um, to have things removed from Spotify. Um, I, you know, I would say if there's – and we going to be careful here because we just joined that platform. <laughs> um, I say bravo for them for taking a stance on something that they feel – strongly about uh if that is their choice and they do not want to affiliate um, because it, it's not my it's it's a dog fight that i'm not in i really don't because our podcast does not compare with the person whose issue they have an issue with um and i could tell you and for better or for worse you say lavar do you listen to other podcasts no i only listen to mine <laughs> <laughs> um, and even then, I don't listen to mine but I hope that you all listen to it because <laughs> I'm actually taping this for you. So I mean, it, I mean, here's the thing: I don't have time, but there is another podcast host, and we all know who it is, uh, without saying his name. That they had an issue with, and yeah, I, I say good for them for having a stance. Hopefully, you know, in this era of misinformation and things that people want to spread lies on, if it means doing that and shaking and rattling the boat so that an entity is listening and making sure that they do their part towards people not getting spread misinformation, then I'm all for it. And, you know, they are stalwarts in an industry in which they can do that. I mean, Joni Mitchell's not going to hurt if her stuff's not on Spotify because you can get it everywhere else. Neil Young is not going to hurt if his stuff ain't on Spotify. He can get it anywhere else. So they can do that, and I hope that those who have a voice, uh, especially those that can do things like that, do what they do so that it raises an awareness to other companies that, hey, you could potentially lose artists off your platform if – you are not helping the cause here. Uh, But also, again, this goes on that whole thing of free speech. I get it. Um, But there's a thing of free speech and then there's a thing of responsibility as well. And if you are just, excuse my quote, pulling things out of your behind and you have no medical background or no uh, truth to that said rumor, and you don't have anything that is scientifically, remember that from school kids, uh, true to the fact you are doing a disservice to your fellow man by spreading things that may not be helpful. And that is good for them uh, to raise that awareness. But that's what I'll say about that. But both of them actually, uh, yeah, that I, I think it's a domino effect now. I think you will probably see more. Uh, who will probably pull from Spotify uh, sooner or later. Uh, did you want to add something to that? Uh,
0: no. Surprisingly, you co- covered everything much better than <laughs> I could. I would have probably been emotional it's The same Today <laughs> I'm quite
1: emotional. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> i I try to be as good as I can uh, with that. Uh, Brian Kelly uh, <laughs> is trending again uh because I guess there's some video out there of him uh, trying to uh, do some dance moves and things in a recruitment mission. And uh, uh, (laughs) I guess you'll have to check out that TikTok video. It is all over uh, social uh, media. And then um, beyond that, uh, Paul Abdul, is trending tonight, because uh, she was a part of that Janet Jackson documentary, and she talked about her time uh, with Janet, and Brian DeBall, trending as the New York Giants, hired former Bills offensive coach Brian DeBall as their next head coach, um, and then, yeah, that pretty much is all the things that are trending tonight, um, which leads us to... Uh, last segment of the program, which we promised you, uh, something that we did a while back, but I'm not sure if you remember it, but because it was so long ago, uh, where we kind of took a crack at a top five list. Uh, Mary does not like lists, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. I love lists, but I don't like having to tell people my top five of anything lists because I like a lot of stuff.
1: Well, she's not gonna like the next eleven she's not gonna like the next eleven months because every month we will probably have a job five or something. (laughs) But And uh, I quit. Turn in my (laughs)
0: resignation.
1: Pretty much you you just tried to give us the good old howl goodbye from two (laughs) thousand one. Conversation serves no purpose. Goodbye. <laughs> that's what you try to do. Bye. <laughs> I think I have that clip somewhere. Oh, yeah, here we go. This now.
0: conversation can serve no purpose anymore.
1: Goodbye. Yes, so that's what happened when I asked. It always sounds kind of like God. creepier when
0: it's the real clip. Because <laughs> in my brain it seems <laughs> less creepy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that, I mean, does that
1: really sound like really
0: creepy? Without context, if you don't know where it's from, it sounds so creepy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess could if you not But, you know, I would think, well, I'll, you know, it doesn't really, that movie really doesn't, I mean, I've never really seen it. I've heard a lot about it, but it doesn't really get talked about anymore. Um, not anymore, no. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so our top five. And to make the first one go totally just out there because you're going to be like, how in the heck did this come up? But the reason why this came up was because of what Mary was eating last night. Um, And it reminded me so much because when you have V-dubs, which um, it reminds me enough of dipping sauces because when you go traditionally to your wing places, it's what? You got ranch or you got – um blue cheese or sometimes even a wing sauce itself so i brought to mind hey there's a lot of places with a lot of dipping sauces so what are your top five favorite restaurant i said fast food but i also told mary that she could include restaurants (laughs) i was being fair Mm -hmm. but your top five favorite dipping sauces and as always ladies first I will let you give your list. Okay,
0: so number five was the uh, Sweet and Sour Sauce Big Fan. It's a staple. Use it on a lot of different stuff, including egg rolls from a different place. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number wow. five. That's, like, again, one of my staples. Uh, number four was the Arby's Horsey Sauce. Again, I use that on a ton of stuff. I I kept mine for fast food, by the way, just so that if you haven't figured it out. So if it didn't have a drive-thru, I didn't count it. Um, So Arby's Corsi sauce, love that. Save packets of that up as much as I can. Um, Number three was the um, onion ring sauce from Burger King. I don't know what they do to it, but it's got a nice little spice to it. Number two was uh, Wingstop um, Ranch. And my what, number what, one what, was wait, raising wait, wait,
1: sauce. No, oh. <laughs> I was going to stop you before you went to my because I was like, that number one better be a heck of a lot good. <laughs> <The> wing, <stop. laughs> wing Stop
0: Ranch and Canes Dipping Sauce are neck and neck. And the only reason that I picked the Canes Dipping Sauce over the Wing stop Ranch is because, and this is going to be a very weird, the very weird thing, because I don't like the wing or the wings at Wingstop as much as I like the chicken fingers from Kate. <laughs> All
1: right, so I'm hiding my face
0: because yeah. I know this is where you're like, ah.
1: <laughs> well, we so out on like... some things, but then, yeah, I was say we kind of equal out on some things, but then we went far on some. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Before I start, though, I just want to let it known. I do know. And this is—I'm going to not being controversial, but because it affects many friends of mine, I cannot under any circumstance. Because I know if I if I don't even mention it, a lot of you're going to be like, oh, "What the heck, What about the Chick Fil A sauce?" It because of their uh, political affiliation. And generally, I'd like to, this would be a show down the line, but out of respect for all of my friends who have an issue with Chick-fil-A sauce, I will have to boot you to number six. You fall outside of number five. And even then, I'd like to boot you farther, but because this is the top five, number six is as far as it goes. And I know there are a lot of you that like it. There are a lot of you that don't. It is sold in grocery stores. Is it a popular thing? Yes, it is. It's included in the top five when you have the policies that you have. So, therefore, you will not make my top five. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, my top five is one that is actually regional, but is known nationally as well for all who come to Chicago, because if you come to Chicago, Harold's Chicken and their mild sauce even in any type of mm. Chicago mild sauce makes my list. I would be kicked out of the city if I did not include any type of chicken places, mild sauce. So I'm putting Harold's chicken mild sauce at number five at number four. Uh, I wrestled with this, but I'm going back to my college days and the one sauce that I used to always love. And even though I have not eaten them in years, I am going with Papa John's garlic sauce that you used to put on the pizza.
0: I don't know you that ever I've had... ever had that. Oh,
1: Papa John's back in the day, and I'm not sure if it's changed. Cause I haven't, like I said, I haven't had Papa John's almost 20-some years. Uh, but they used to with their pizza, besides putting uh, one of those uh, pepperoncinis or whatever in there, those green mild peppers, They would also ask you what type of sauce you wanted for your pizza, which threw me for a loop because I'm like – I know some people put ranch on pizza and some people put whatever, but they used to – one of their default sauces used to always be this garlic sauce, and it was so good. And I would pretty much kind of like drizzle that across the pizza. Still remember it to this day. It's still one of the best things I thought a pizza place could do. Like I said, granted I haven't had Papa John's in years, it still rings out fresh in my memory. Uh, number three, and I know Mary's not going to like this one, but if we're going with a Burger Chains sauce, I am going with Wendy's barbecue sauce because it only matches up well with their nuggets, which I still think are probably one of the best nuggets on the planet. Uh, number two was Kane's sauce because, yes, uh, it goes well with what it what they do. And number one, I call it liquid crack, uh, wing stops <laughs> ranch sauce, which I don't know how they make it, what they put in it. You want more after you're done. And it's a ranch you wish was sold. I, I guarantee you. If they sold that stuff in stores, it would outsell Hidden Valley. I guarantee you. So number one on my list is the wing stop. <laughs> so we flip-flopped there you had mm-hmm. it at two and uh canes at one and i think you flip flopped there but yeah mm-hmm. so i went to the left field um with my choices and decisions so yeah there you go um you didn't have any like honorable mentions or anything that fell right outside of the uh well, I
0: mean there's a I like I I am a fan of a dipping sauce just a period. Uh like this I'm fan of dipping sauce full stop. Um like in and out spread is great, but it the only way you can get it is by going to In-N-Out and even then it's basically just chunky thousand island. Um so yeah, like there, there's other sauces that I do enjoy. Um, but if I, if I'm, I'm looking at like staples stuff that I like, when that happens, it's like, can I have extra of that? Cause I use it on everything and that's how I made my list. So like, like I said, raisin cane sauce, I use on my fries. I use it on the Texas toast. I use it like I I've almost used it on the coleslaw. Like I've gotten a little bit crazy when it came to the cane sauce. Um, same with like the horsey sauce, from Arby's. I use it on, most everything I order in the bag. So it's it was that's how I looked at it. it. was like, what do I do when I go to these fast food places? There's some really good like picos and like salsas from some of the Mexican restaurants out here that are just amazing. <laughs> but the, I don't go in there and go, I need to have a gallon of this. So yeah. <clears> that's so, so. Yeah, there are there are plenty of honorable mentions. All of the fast food row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, a, I think every fast food restaurant Has at least one sauce that I do enjoy So yes, We'll go
1: with that <laughs> <laughs> See, that list wasn't so bad so,
0: No yeah. that one wasn't bad But you, you're you warming me up to the bad ones I know you are yeah. You're trying to no, butter I haven't, me thought about,
1: I haven't thought You know what Actually as we're sitting here now um, sometime in the month of February and probably um in a couple of weeks we will do another top five. And I think we will do it just in time before Valentine's Day and I'm actually putting this out there now. So the, I'll say the show on the 11th. <laughs> um We'll do another top five here in a few weeks. That one, as I'm telling her why because she does not know, <laughs> <laughs> so I get my idea <laughs> talking um, it will be the top 5 love songs of all time.
0: I don't talk
1: about. Gender gets think dude, a couple of weeks to think about this. <laughs> oh, she's going to have a tough time with this list. That will be I'm going to hate this no.
0: list. This list is going to suck. <laughs>
1: I maybe she lives top five. But uh before uh we cut out uh tonight, really quick, I want to take a moment because I know a lot of you know that I do those as well, uh with my friends over with PLM. And I wanted to just send condolences. Uh really nice gentleman, Al Powell, uh who is uh, what we call our Philly sound because he is uh, well known within uh, Philadelphia for uh, his history of music out of that city. And uh, he has uh, lost his mom uh, yesterday. Uh, Really nice guy. And I know whenever I talk to Al, he is just always just so you know, when people have a love of something, they just like, you know, you could hear it in their voice. You know, I always talk about, you know, things to be like uh, radio or things like that. And hopefully you can hear my love of this medium and my voice, but his love of music uh, is just uh, infectious. But just thinking about him, uh, like I said, when you lose a parent, uh, it's even more tough. And uh, just thinking about him and our condolences uh, go out to Al. Uh, But that, uh, with the clock on the wall, is telling us that our time is just about up, my friend. You know you know what? Mm, yeah, I'm going to save what I got for next week. Um, but um, with that, clock on the wall is telling us that just about up. Did you have any shout-outs or uh, any hellos tonight?
0: Uh, well, hello to all of Discord. If you haven't gotten over to Discord and page one over there, please come and join us. Um One of my uh, good Discord buddies, uh, uh, Rachel Nadine, she's out of Australia. and started a small business called Strength Stretch and Flex, Strength and Flex, Strength and Flex, AU. Sorry, I had to stop and remember because I always call it Stretch and Flex, and it's not. Um, And they're having a competition right now, just to see get people motivated and kind of engaged in being supportive. And the giveaway is a gift card for a tripod that holds cameras to follow you while you're doing your, um, as you move around. So it's pretty cool. So if you have a chance, go over there. She's on Instagram and Twitter and, uh, like, all the social media. She's got a great TikTok, TikTok channel. Um, so show your support. Um, other than that, I think everybody's birthdays, like somebody on here is coming up pretty soon, but we'll wait on that. And, yes, yeah, we'll go from there
1: i actually have to say, I've never, I don't think I've ever, have I heard her voice before? I thought I had. Um, Yeah, you have. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I now remember that. So, yeah. I would have to say that is kryptonite, uh, an Australian accent. Um. Oh, and she's (laughs) hilarious.
0: She's a a (laughs) nut job, and it's great. She fits in right, she, the kind of group that you and I tend to attract, she fits into. So, you know, we all find our own, and she is one of us.
1: Awesome. Awesome. we yep. definitely go out and support. Um, I, so badly as you were doing all of that, felt that... All uh, right, I'll just do it okay so
0: it's
1: not it's discord
0: she does have she does have a twitch channel i have a twitch channel they're all linked in the discords as well right.
1: couldn't go a whole show without doing it but no other shout outs here but i will say once again for all of my friends out there make sure that you submit your nomination to the end of February for our second annual March tournament, page one tournament of bad, or at hashtag page one T O B. Definitely interact with us over on Twitter uh, or on Instagram, wherever we may be. Uh, there are big things coming up for the web page that we can announce hopefully soon. Um, and yeah, just overall, thanks so much for listening uh, Tell a friend. And then on top of that, make sure that you are listening to us on all the available outlets that we are on. And we will see you back here next Friday night, same time, ten o'clock Eastern Time, nine o'clock Central. In the meantime, have a safe week because the weather is going to be roller coaster uh, in a few places. And check on your family, check on your loved ones, check on your neighbors, uh, and. Be a good neighbor. That is the best thing that you can do, and that is the best way that we can combat hate. So with that, for Mary, I'm Levar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week here on page one. Don't forget to get the latest show
0: info on Twitter at News Comment BTR. And add us as a
1: podcast on Apple.